0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today, we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some protect your neck news. Then we'll talk about the president's executive order banning TikTok and other Chinese tech companies. And finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local lawyer that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the New York Times. Capital One agreed to pay $80 million to bank regulators to resolve claims that it lacked proper cybersecurity protocols after it was a victim of a data breach last year. Last year, Paige Thompson, a former Amazon employee, allegedly stole data relating to more than 100 million Capital One customers from a server hosted by Amazon. The Office of the Comptroller of the Currency stated that Capital One had failed to establish proper risk assessment procedures after it began using cloud storage technology, and its board failed to hold the manager in charge accountable. On top of the civil penalties, Capital One is required to improve its security procedures. While these penalties can send a strong message to companies, what is just as important is requiring companies to improve their security processes and policies. Our next story comes from the Washington Post. This week, Facebook and Twitter penalized President Trump's campaign accounts for spreading misinformation about the coronavirus. The Trump campaign's account posted a video of the president from a Fox News interview stating that children are almost immune to COVID-19. Facebook removed the video from the president's official account. Twitter required the Team Trump campaign account to delete the video and And blocked the account from tweeting until the video was deleted. This is an interesting story because we previously discussed Facebook's reluctance to delete and monitor content from the president and tackle disinformation. Our third story is about a manipulated video of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi that has gone viral on social media. The video came from a May 20th news conference in which Speaker Pelosi addressed one of President Trump's tweets. The manipulated video shows Speaker Pelosi appearing to be intoxicated and slurring her words. We talked about deepfakes and manipulated videos on a previous episode. But this is important because of how fast and how far the manipulated video spread. The video was viewed over 2 million times and even though Facebook put a label on it as a misleading video, it was still shared on the site 100,000 times. How should we deal with these types of videos? Because they aren't going anywhere. They're going to keep happening and keep getting better. Our final story is a follow up on Twitter's hack. Three people were charged on Friday, July 31st, for a data breach, including a 17 year old Florida teenager, Graham Clark, who has been dubbed the mastermind of the breach. Because of COVID 19, the Wednesday, August 5th bond hearing for Mr. Clark took place on Zoom. According to the LA Times, the hearing was interrupted multiple times by users taking over the Zoom hearing and playing rap songs and on one occasion, a pornography video, forcing the judge to stop the hearing. Mr. Clark is charged with 17 counts of communication fraud, 11 counts of fraudulent use of personal information, and one count each of organized fraud of more than $5,000, and accessing computers or electronic devices without authorization. We also have some protect your neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to ZDNet, Firefox fixed a vulnerability that opened users up to an evil cursor attack. Most browsers allow site owners to modify how the mouse cursor looks while users are navigating their websites. With the evil cursor attack, malicious websites tamper with the cursor settings to modify where the cursor actually is visible on the screen and where the actual click area is making it hard for people to leave a malicious website. Please stay safe out there, or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. Our main topic today is the executive orders issued by the President banning both TikTok and WeChat. On August 7th, the President issued two executive orders against TikTok and messaging app WeChat, citing national security concerns. The orders... Take effect in 45 days and prohibit any U.S. company or person from transacting with ByteDance or WeChat. The White House has expressed concerns that data collected by TikTok could be shared with the Chinese government. While the order does not define transactions, the order likely means that these apps won't be available on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. It also means that U.S. companies will not be able to advertise on those sites. We will be keeping an eye out on the development and fallout from these executive orders. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Award. This week, I have one award I want to hand out, and it's the Renegade Dance Challenge Award. The Renegade Dance is a popular TikTok dance created by Jalea Harmon. The dance is one of the most popular on TikTok, And now Microsoft will have to do its own type of dance if it hopes to reach a deal with ByteDance to purchase TikTok. While the president's executive order does not ban Microsoft from buying TikTok, the company is on the clock and must complete the purchase within 45 days. Also, the White House is suggesting that part of the sales proceeds should go to the U.S. Treasury Department. This is going to be a complicated process for Microsoft to navigate. Let's see how good Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates is at the Renegade Dance Challenge. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.